It's hard to have a fresh start when the past is on your mind. Candace. I think we have some unfinished business to talk about. But it's a new me. You were here before. I couldn't look you in the eye. Will Bettelheim. Your credit came back sparkling, Will. But I looked you up, you're not on the socials. Thought you might be some kind of freak. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Doll Podcast. This is your host, Elias Relish. Today we are discussing You, Season 2. Season 2, Episode 1. A fresh start. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRelishMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media. Link in the description. Here's a synopsis. To escape Candace and the ghost of his past in New York City, Joe changes his name and moves to Los Angeles, vowing to start fresh and change his ways, but then he meets Love, his charming new co-worker. This is also bringing back one of the main characters, uh, Penn Bagley, as Joe Goldberg, and we're introducing a new character named Love, played by Victoria uh, Pedri. I might have got that last name wrong, but we know her best well from being um, in The Haunting of Hill House as uh, Danny Clayton. And she was also in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as Lulu. Um, So, let's talk about some of the pros and some of the cons of the first episode of Season 2 of You. Kelly, take it away. <laughs> say, you're not even going to introduce me. <laughs> um, I don't know how to feel about this first episode. Well, We're not spoiling yet, right? Um, Not completely. I guess kind of what was your opinions kind of going into season two? We know how season one ended. Or season one spoilers will be all right here. Just talking about um, specifically what uh, what happened at the very end. Guinevere... Guinevere Beck was taken out by Joe. Yeah. And the blame was all on uh, Uncle Joey from uh, Full House, oh, he, John he, Stamos. He um, pinned it on the therapist. 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 And a lot of crazy shit went down the end of the first season. So it they do kind of have a, a big hill to climb when trying to come back with the second season being as strong you know yeah and so one thing that we did notice going into the second season i don't know if we really were as uh focused in the first season as being able to dissect the show but what we realize is it's very much 50 50 50 about this uh crazy psychopath <laughs> and 50 percent tries to be a, a, a rom- romantic drama or something yeah like that. um i think what i've noticed when i watch shows like this when something like what happened at the end of season one happens mm-hmm. season two episode one i just want so bad to it just fill in gaps right like just fill it in tell us exactly what happened well there's kind of a time jump exactly what happened with candace and exactly what happened i know the old girlfriend yeah um season two the beginning of it uh happens in somewhat of a time jump yeah. It's uh, do we get an exact time like 
couple months, maybe a year. It was odd because it. I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, well, we're we're about to get into spoilers for the first episode. <clears throat> so, um, overall, it does uh, have a time jump. The first episode does kind of a recap and uh, a roundup of what happened of the first season at yeah. the beginning. So, which is I got conf- I got a little confused because I thought the jump back it also i i don't know it confused me a little bit because then it made it look like it was in modern time yeah so yeah there's some of the editing within this first episode makes it difficult to exactly tell between fantasy and what actually happened and what's a recap yeah and so joe's talking about it all the time he's just like uh you know joe's just like uh I remember, you know, Candace telling me this, that, and the other, and it'll do a flashback. And we can't tell if that flashback was real, if it's happening in his head, if it, yeah. you know. I can't tell the time frame of when that happened. Right. And the, there's a lot of uh, things that make it difficult to tell what the time shiftiness is. You know, it, it basically, did this actually happen, or is this in his head? Yeah. And when did it happen? Yeah. And so, going along with that, this Let's, whole first episode for me, I'm just like this whole thing was a a, a dream. It felt it felt like it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, many parts of the first season felt like a dream as well. Yeah. Do you remember the way they would shoot? You know, the the sequence of uh, Guinevere walking into the li- library and he does that. You know, uh, he dresses them down basically. He's like, oh, you can you look at the peaches, so you obviously care about no fuzz, or you want extra fuzz, and or it's like, yeah. you know, it's like... I don't the way, like that. The way, I don't know why. The way where your, I can't your stand bo- it. bell bottom jeans make you flow like you don't care. I can't it's like stand carefree it. Attitude. It's like he looks at, at your attire and the way you act, and you know... He's, he's in his mind, he now knows... Everything. You. He, yeah, he knows. Well... The one thing about it is, well, we're going to get into uh, spoilers for this first episode, but there is a big chunk of this episode that we're not being shown. Yeah. <laughs> and he's not telling us. Yeah, until like right he's at the kind end, of right? An, he's, yeah, he's kind of an unreliable narrator in that sense. Uh, just, you know, the way he first acts like he's the first time he's seeing her. That's not the first time he's seen no. her. No. He's been yeah. stalking her for a while. Because he's, it, it, that's, it's confusing because in the very beginning, he's like, I'm a new guy. That's not me anymore. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be infatuated. And you can see the struggle he has within the narration. Too. Yeah. You know, he's like, oh, look at that. Oh, wait, I can't do that. You know? Yeah. But then it's like, but hold on. You didn't stop doing it. Yeah. You're, you're doing it now. Wait a second. You, he's, he's, he's saying, I can't be this person. Dude, you have somebody locked up in like a, yeah, y- y- your second chamber. And apparently he's taken on that guy's name. I think, yeah, so I was a little bit confused about that. Is that a former employee of where they're working at? I don't, I, I, I thought it, I, I thought, thought. I thought it was her husband at first. I thought it was going to be her husband. But He would, died of a sickness. Yeah. Love's husband died of she a sickness. She said they couldn't figure it out. Right, it was kind of, yeah. That, I, I don't know, that, I don't like how it just cut that off. It, I mean, they just threw it in there. Yeah. They just, it was just like a quick. Well, they made it seem like there's a possibility that he could have had some involvement, you know, instead of saying he died of a car wreck or something like that. Yeah. You know, um, it's just, it's just 
kind of strange. This first episode's a little strange, and I hope the second episode can kind of smooth it out. Smooth it out, but well, I, reel me in, because otherwise I'm I've, I want to want to finish the season, but right now, right, right. Mm. Well, right. I've got some pros and I've got some cons we're gonna go over, and then we can kind of go into it with some nitty gritty things, and we'll be done real quick. Um, but overall, let's talk about some good things real quick. The New York to L.A. change. The first season was very much a New York show, yeah, and it felt very much rooted in New York. I'm not sure if it was all shot there, if it was even shot there, but yeah. uh, it felt more like a New York show. And the change to L.A. is, it does feel different, and it feels uh, in you know like a different place. Yeah, and the way that they are acting in this grocery store and everything's non-GMOs, vegan it's, free. It's, it's a little excessive. It is excessive how they have everyone acting. And it, it it's like, but, oh well, now you're in L.A. and this is what we do, and this yeah, is how we act, and you yeah. gotta start doing it too. Yeah, you gotta do it like we're L.A. It's everything's L.A. style, but I, it didn't bother me because, um, I guess I just like seeing the difference, and you know, yeah, from the New York to the. I did. I like the guy that owns this. His parents own the store or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. And he's like, "Are these vegan?" <laughs> and it's like. These are books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, I'm trying to find that uh, guy's name. Did we know what that guy's name was? Uh, forty. Forty. Okay. Yeah. Um, what kind of name is that? That's a number. Forty Quinn. <laughs> yeah, that is an interesting name. Forty Quinn. Yeah, forty Quinn. So that's Love's last name is Quinn. Is it? Yeah. Whenever he was looking her up on Facebook, he put Love Quinn. Oh shit! So they are. Uh... I wonder if that's gonna that's some sort of I wonder if that's a spoiler or something like that. I don't think that's a spoiler because on IMDb, her, it's I mean, I mean, both of their last names are Quinn though. So I wonder if she was like married to his brother or something. If Quinn, Quinn's obviously her married name if she had a husband. Yeah. Who died? That's crazy though. I, I if that I, they probably shouldn't have put his last name on there on uh, IMDb if they didn't want us to know. Yeah. So sorry Oops. about that. <laughs> well, anyways. Ew. Anyways. Body. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's not our fault. We haven't watched any of the other episodes. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> what were we talking about? Okay, so, so the pros. Um, main, the main character, still creepy as fuck. Joe, ba- Joe, sorry, Penn Bagley, playing Joe Goldberg. What's his name? Penn. Penn. Bagley. Spell his first name. P-E-N-N. God, you're... Um, Such odd names. Yeah, I like that name. But anyways, uh, he still plays a creepy-ass motherfucker. Um, yeah. Maybe even skinnier from the first season. I, I don't know. I keep seeing things all of a sudden on social media. Everyone loves the memes, and it's like the only toxic person I want to see. And I'm like, and it's his face. And I'm like, he's... He's killing people. He's not even attractive. And he's a murderer. He's not just toxic. I, I don't know. I can't get into the whole culture of now trying to make toxic people uh, the toxic trait attractive i've never i i don't know anybody that tries to do that and I, I see it all over social media i'm glad i'm not on that side yeah <laughs> um, well, i can't like i can't stand it because i'm like y'all like we it's like one one side is fighting to have the toxic trait you know mm-hmm. like we need to get rid of it people need to quit being this way and then and then it kind of it screws up because it's almost like the same women who don't want toxic men are like but toxic men are always just so great at this and that and i'm like gosh no <laughs> we no <laughs> mm. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I can't name, I can't tell you one good thing Joe did in the relationship with Beck. Like, what did he, you know, what was it that he did that made her stay with him once she realized he was toxic? Uh, I can't name any. I felt like it was kind of like a, uh, a car wreck at the end of their relationship, the way it went out. Yeah. So, I don't, you know, all I remember is that she was, uh, she was interested in other people and he was really I feel like she it. was interested with in other people their entire relationship. Yeah, yeah. She seemed just vaguely interested in him and he was like obsessed with her. But anyways. So strange. Um the montages in this uh show were pretty interesting and fun to watch, you know, like him setting up the telescope and then normally there's like a big twist at the end. Mm-hmm. Um him uh having that having the social media stuff explained to him and then him going to different places and but he knows doing... about social media yeah I don't know why he needs that ex- explanation from that girl or anything like that that didn't really jive for me her name's Jenny Ortega as Ellie and she's been in a lot of shit actually she's been in uh, Iron Man 3 Elena of Avalor I don't know what that is stuck in the middle I think that's a Disney uh, channel thing Insidious 2 I love Insidious. Yeah, she's in a lot of stuff, and she has pretty. I kind of want to watch Haunting of Hill House again. Pretty wide range of stuff. Um, yeah, this episode was uh, directed by Kevin Rodney Sullivan, and written hmm. by several fucking people. Like uh, Sarah Gamble. The book is based on. Uh, it's based on the book by Caroline Kepps, Kepness, I think. I don't know. Um, and. That book is originally called Hidden Bodies, I believe. And it's also got uh, Kara Corthron as a staff writer, Kelly Breslin as a story editor, and Amanda Johnson, Zetterstrom, <laughs> as a story editor as well. So they have a lot of people working behind the scenes on this specific episode. I'm not sure if that all of those people are on every episode. But uh, that's why it kind of feels, in my opinion, why it's kind of going in several different directions. Maybe because there's several different people that have had their hands on the right on the script. Yeah. Um, some beautiful cinematography in the city. Mm-hmm. You know, when they showed some. Yeah, a lot of pretty scenes. Yeah, wide shots of the. I city. really liked it when they were sitting on the blanket. You could see like over the top of the city. Looks like uh, stars. Yeah. Uh, city and stuff. Pretty. Um. Some of the cons about this episode, sometimes the writing can be uh, a little bit hammy. Like, love, you are not for me. Like, I about, I about shut it off right there. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh my gosh. They literally just <laughs> fucking wrote that name so they could just do all these stupid puns. I kind of I kind of hate that that's the name of her character. Yeah. But I, okay. I wish it wasn't, you know? I just, I, I don't know. Um, acting can be stiff on uh, the supporting cast I actually didn't like the character of 40 no and the the character of the um, the guy that did his interview he was a little stiff yeah he was stiff it's like they told him you act this way and it's he's just that's it yeah it's it doesn't feel natural no um it could be the directing I don't know I, uh, I don't like I don't like their characters together either 40 and that guy because it's like a constant, like, you're doing this wrong. And it's like, well, I tried to do what you told me to do. I'm so sorry. And he's like, well, you're going to be fired. Yeah. And it's like, uh, okay. It's like every time they're on screen, that's what's happening. Yeah, it's bad writing. It, it's for the me, conversation. It's, for me, it's bad writing. Yeah. Um, 
contrived storylines at some points, uh, specifically when they're throwing the phone over the edge, and then when Love is just like taking him into all these other places all around town and showing yeah. up at his house, like, uh, okay, so if like you abrupt, if you didn't like her at all, you, that'd be your boss or somebody, your coworker, just showing up at your house. That is some fucking Kramer, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld Kramer shit, you know. Yeah. She's like, Psh, yeah. Jerry, you know, it's like, I'm here to show you the town. It's like, let's go. It's like, bitch, it's I'm like gonna, 9, 9 p.m. I'm, I'm ready gonna for rub bed. rub you down with apple cider vinegar and we're going to get out here. And... blow you. <laughs> <laughs> or blow on you. <laughs> what is that? Where is where that? Because she didn't say anything about blowing him. She said. Oh. No, the little girl when she was painting her toes. She said blow. She stuck her foot out as in blow on the toenail polish to dry it. Still, that didn't need to happen. That, <laughs> that little 14-year-old girl. They don't need that shit in there at all. I don't know. I don't even know where that's going to go. Maybe we'll talk about a prediction for that. And I mean, do you have a prediction for her? Do you think that something's going to spark? Do you think he's going to cross a line? They're trying to make it no, kind of I, like the same kind of, reaction like the, the young kid. Kind of like first, the um, first season. the relationship he had with. What was his name? Pedro. Pedro. Petey. I'll find it. it. I'll, find, I'll find it. it. No, I'll find it. What is uh, what is your prediction with it? Um, same thing. I Ma- think he's Paco. Paco. Okay, I think he's kind of gonna just have I, like a little. I mean the innocent well, but strange relationship with the child. It's well, uh, not parental, but it's a uh, uh, he has this like guardianship quality. He kind of like takes her under his wing and is like. Because I mean, he kept he kept saying no she's not my problem yeah. no she's not my problem well then why did you confront her about anything she does she's a child why did he freak out about him being recorded maybe I thought that was odd and he was like who's who told, who is asking you to record me that was a weird she's a fourteen year old girl she I mean, records everyone he's probably paranoid because he has the guy in his in that basement or wherever the fuck yeah um and that Jasper guy that she says showed up at the crib. Um, Jasper looks like he's part of the fucking mob. <laughs> I didn't. I couldn't tell exactly. I, I thought he looked like a redneck to me. I th- no, he looked. I thought he looked like a. Did he have slick back like hair? An, like a like an Italian like, or something with his straight from the Irishman. Yeah, <laughs> looked like he was there to uh, like you know fucking hog tie Joe's ass up and oh gosh haul him off somewhere. Uh, okay, so let me talk about a couple of uh, more cons of this first episode. The fantasies can be excessive. Like, I can't tell sometimes at which if these are flashbacks or if they're fantasies and when they're happening. The filters on the screen make it difficult to tell. Yeah. I don't like that he masturbated at work. What is the second? I, I don't... I know. In a grocery store. Yeah. Dude, you work at a grocery store and you're masturbating. I mean, it's not that he shouldn't masturbate. Everyone should masturbate. I'm not saying Just that. go I'm, the I'm, fuck home touch, and masturbate. Touching the fruits after it, man. Come <laughs> you're on. Fondling your genitals Ugh. and then going and touching the books and the fruit and yeah. serving shit and touching door handles. <laughs> People have to touch the door handles, man. <laughs> have you ever thought about that walking into a store? Oh, yeah. I don't, touched, I, don't, I don't like touching Who's door touched the store handle? I don't touch or this uh, buggy handle. That's why I don't like touching those. That's why you make me push the buggy. Exactly. <laughs> so I can get the ball hands. I don't want. I don't want. <laughs> so I can get someone's testicle sweat on yeah. my hands. <laughs> Damn, that is some ass. 
Yeah, got some ass juice. Probably on there. scratched their ass under their pants oh, and stop. started pushing the buggy. Stop. It's like that picture I just showed you. And it was like, no, 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 you're gonna ruin it for everybody. <laughs> it's funny. Just people with fucked just, up. Teeth. We're just gonna start. We're just gonna put this out there. Start asking for plastic utensils at restaurants. Just bring your own utensils, honestly. Yeah, put some plastic utensils. I ain't carrying on a metal fork in my bag. I'd rather do that than eat it after somebody has a mouth. Because every fork in that restaurant has been in someone else's mouth. And those mouths carry germs and cavities. And deox. And dicks. Ew. <laughs> There's some baby gravy in there. Stop. <laughs> We're, this is completely okay. derailed. We're all. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Stop it. Okay. Back on top of it. This is why Kelly is <laughs> never on any of the Back podcasts abort. anymore. A bark. A Get her ass out of here. Uh, okay. So, some of the pacing in the episode. Uh, I was bored. I, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I think you and I both at one point kind of looked down uh, on our phones. I was like, "What are you?" I looked at her. Try to switch positions on the bed, like yeah. lay in a different way. Like maybe it'll be more interesting if I lay at the head, foot of the bed. If you get closer <laughs> to the television, it might be more compelling. No, yeah. it's not. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was bored at some points, and that's kind of when it leans into more of the romantic stuff and the. the uh, Someone brought something to my attention though. What? When he. He's going to start doing his sneaky shit. Wait, wait, don't, don't. Is this a spoiler? That sounds like a spoiler. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Who's someone? I just saw it on social media. Yeah, that sounds like a spoiler. You better. Okay. Okay, so, okay, so I had a handful of things just wanted to talk about on mm-hmm. from the episode. Throwing the girl's phone, throwing Ellie's phone over the roof. First of all, it was a weird edit. I mean, how the fuck did he Batman it all the way up to the, to the roof in like two seconds? <laughs> And this, he's he's like walking on the street, and then like, whoosh, how did you? How did who told you? He's like, who sent you? Uh, who sent you? Yeah, I was like, what the hell's going on? And so that was hey, a, that was a weird edit. I mean, he's got he's lanky. He's probably pretty quick. Well, he's like Mister Fantastic, just mm-hmm. whoosh, whoosh. Um, love doesn't seem to act like a real person. No. This, I, I understand. Very that she, fabricated and. She seems like more a like fairy a fairy tale. Yeah, she seems like a dream. Like, yeah. there's nothing wrong with her. Yeah, she's she's completely just, you know, no emotion about her husband dying. Well, she was a little bit, you know, teary-eyed, but, I mean, not to the point where, well, she just doesn't feel like a real person. The first thing she says to him is, does this peach look like a butt? It's like, what? And, you know, the more that they talk and have conversations, they have, I think, decent chemistry. Mostly because the actress playing it is just fantastic, I think. Mm-hmm. And she's delivering some really flat material. Yeah. <laughs> or, you and know, maybe it's not her fault. It's not. It's I don't, writing. I don't think it's her fault. I think it's just they, they're giving her... No, there's nothing interesting about her, to be honest. Mm-mm. I kind of... A prediction I have for her, I kind of hope she's a weirdo. Because it's kind of... I mean, outside I of her being... if she was a killer. Being blank, she's kind of... I can see Joe getting into his whole momentum thing that he does, mm-hmm. and then her it flipping and her being like, "Fucker, I'll kill you." <laughs> you know what I mean? I would love it if she was as bad, if not worse, than him. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like a <laughs> you thought, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be awesome if it was like uh, Joe season three, and it's like it's just like at the very end of season two, it's just like he's stuck in the glass. Yeah. 
She's got him glass trapped box. in the glass. And he's like got his hands on the glass, making yeah. his little pitiful face. And yeah. she's just standing there Puppy looking at him. Eyes. Yeah, and she's just standing there looking at him with that creepy fucking grin. I would love it because we can bring back the Hill House costumes and yeah. crank it up. Yeah. I like it. I think that we might have a pretty good prediction for that. Um, Young Joe and Mom was uh, kind of. Is was, that what that was? Yeah, that, I thought that. Yeah, that was. I thought that was a random oh. scene of random characters. That was his, him and his mother, and apparently his mother just like leaves him. At, this on is the why he, he has a ban- he has mommy issues. I understand that abandonment issues. I just like uh, like I the the execution of that scene was not good in my opinion. I might have. I think that might have been a moment, but like right down. before that, I was looking down at my phone. <laughs> uh, so love showing you. At the house is... Oh, oh, sorry. Love showing up at the house is uh, excessive at, at his apartment. How would she even know where he lived? Yeah, they were, like, I don't even know. They, I, From what we had saw, it looked like they had only known each other for less than a week. Yeah. And I wouldn't want any of my co-workers showing up at my house. <laughs> like, if I... Like, if before you and I met the way we met, if I would have walked up to you, like, in Walmart or something and been like, hey... Does this peach look like a butt? <laughs> what would you have said? If I would have just gotten that from any... Okay, let's just say it was from anyone in the store because they're p- trying to play it as if you don't know the person. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, uh, I guess. And you'd probably continue with your shopping and keep moving. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd be like... First of all, that's not a question that is pertaining to like the safety or the edibility of the peach it's just a funny it's just a funny one line opener i guess yeah. and really you don't want to care you don't care to talk about the peach because obviously it does look like a butt they all look like butts it's the 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 point of the line is so that you're entering a conversation why couldn't it have been an eggplant <laughs> okay that's it now we're back on that again <laughs> All right, we're going back. Um, let's see. Love takes Joe to many romantic places, and at the time we thought she was still married, which felt weird, but now we know she's not. I, I felt that. I felt... Did you not feel it? That she was not married? No, that she... As soon as he said, or saw on her Facebook, married July 7th or whatever mm-hmm. it said, mm-hmm. I thought immediately, like... In the very next scene where she's, like, popping up or doing something with Joe, she, like, kisses him on the cheek or something. Yeah, the DMV. I, I was like, her husband's obviously not around. I thought immediately, like, he's obviously not in the picture. Oh. Well, I mean, I just wanted to know why he wasn't asking more questions about her husband or, like, I guess her... I don't. I feel like I really don't know anything about her. It's only the first episode, obviously, but... I feel like we... For as much as they're hanging out, it's actually, all... Actually, he sees her Facebook where it says, Married... She likes food. <laughs> yeah. He sees her Facebook where it says she's married. And then he goes home. It gets dark. And she shows up at his house. Because then he says, oh, the, you know, not newlywed. But he called her something, you know, pertaining to her being a wife. And she's at his house. And it it, it that happened way too quick. Like, we didn't get anything in between. It would have been cool or I think it would have been... A lot more like season one, had he seen the Facebook, seen that she was married, and then we get like a couple days in between of him 
him figuring out that the husband's not there. Right, right. Versus it's her doing this ir- unrealistic. Inorganic. Yeah. Plot contrived. Yeah. Uh, showing up at the house. Like, I believe that they would probably do all that, and it was fun watching them do that and have a connection. I don't think it would happen within the span of the time that we yeah. were shown. No. And that's because the episode, obviously, you know, uh, they needed a montage between that. Yeah. They needed like a you know a week of him working or something. Yeah. And maybe bumping into her, goofing around, and then she shows up at his house. Yeah. I think that would have made it space out. Like him talking to himself, like he does, like, but I haven't been able to pinpoint your husband or what he is or who he is and blah blah blah. And they didn't do that. Yeah, the one part about the uh, end of this episode is I feel like it's kind of a mass. It's not exposition dump, but it's like all shown. Yeah. But I still feel like I'm confused. Yeah. I, I'm confused why they had to... He had to see that she was married, and then the very next scene, we find out her husband's dead. Because you remember with Benji, he follows Benji. Mm-hmm. He goes and, like, interviews Benji's company. He's stalking his oh, Facebook, yeah. Yeah. and he's doing all this stuff to find out who and what Benji is. Yeah. And then... And he ends up just being, like, a nobody, really. Yeah. But it's like we didn't. He and he like, gets killed. Yeah. Do we remember how he's killed? He um he's allergic. He's oh, allergic to yeah. something. He, he's yeah. He's allergic to nuts. He finds out their weakness. Yeah. So we need to look out for any any people that might be on the chopping block. Who do you think's on the chopping block right now? Obviously, the guy in the cage. Yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. If you're a killer, why even keep the guy alive? Yeah, I don't understand Joe's motives behind putting people in that cage. It's like, we know you're going to kill them now. Like, we know once someone goes in that cage, they're going to die. Because he can't let them out of the cage. Right, right. Yeah, it's like, I don't even understand. I guess he hasn't figured out a way to kill him yet. Mm. I don't know. Any predictions after, I guess, the chopping block would be love. Maybe the guy in the, probably the guy in the cage. Guy in the cage, probably number one. Um, maybe Ellie, but I don't know why he would. Who's Ellie? Or his landlord. I think his landlord's oh. going to find out some bad shit. I don't know. You know, the sister, I think the girl will. This, maybe the girl and his, maybe the relationship with her is not going to be quite like it was with Paco. And she's going to be like, well, I Googled you or I Googled this and i googled that and you're really your your name real name's not will or something like that you that'd, know that'd be smart yeah and then she could show her sister yeah what if you had to take out both of them that'd be crazy Damn. <laughs> not the girl yeah i not the 14 year old yeah it's not looking great it's, it's i think it's funny i don't know if it probably doesn't have anything to do it's probably not the same but he kills peach in the first season, mm-hmm. you know, he he hates Peach, and the whole season is about him and Peach hating each other. And no, him. does this Peach look like a butt? Yeah, <laughs> and then she's like, "Does this Peach like? <laughs> it could have been any fruit, you know? Yeah, it might have been a callback. That's funny. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm kind of bummed we're not gonna get uh the store guy again. You know, the uh his buddy that worked at the bookstore. Yeah, he was good. He was fun. We don't get to know anything about him. I'm assuming not, because he's just going to work at the bookstore forever. Ethan, the only good guy on this show. Who started dating Blythe. 
<laughs> One of the nurses I work with, her daughter's name's Blythe, and she's very, very pretty. Very pretty girl. Oh, Blythe Star. Blythe. Blythe for life. <laughs> um. Okay, so... Anything else? Me. Did, did you notice that it's like blurry as fuck at the very tops of the of the corners of the screen? Is that on purpose? I don't know. I think it's a stylistic thing they do, but it drives me up the wall. You don't like it? It feels like a post-editing thing that they do. Like, instead of making it, like, blurred out like a bokeh effect, you know? Yeah. So that it, like, uh, you know... it Shows what you're focusing on. Yeah. Shows what you should be focusing like, on. Like this? Like, uh... A f yeah. Having Joe just sit standing in the middle. Like, randomly at the top, it'll be blurred out. Except for, you know, everything will be not blurred out and then something at the top. Yeah. Just look at it. I don't know if anyone else sees it, but it drives me a little bit up the wall because it shows me that they're probably doing a lot of this uh, focusing effect and shallow depth of field and, fo you know, focusing yeah. post, you know, in post, mm -hmm. which is just driving me up the wall. I don't know. It, maybe it's normally done in post. Get rid of it. He hates it. Yeah. He hates it. All right, thank you for watching, listening, season two, episode one of You. Uh, at this time, we might just go through and try to just binge the majority of the season and then maybe do a checkup here or there, but probably won't do an episode by episode for this. It's just, uh, doesn't deserve it. No, not right now. It doesn't need that kind of uh, attention. Attention, I guess, yeah. Recognition. Um, but the predictions sure are fun. The predictions are fun. I like, I really, really want to, I really, really hope my prediction is right about love. What was it? That she's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, she's like a super Joe. She's a super Joe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So far, right now, there's nothing that interesting behind her, except for maybe that she might be. Well, I felt like there's nothing interesting in the beginning of season one. Uh -huh. There was nothing interesting about Joe other than the fact he was the obvious stalker. Well, that's interesting to me. Is it? Seeing a guy act like a crazy person, you know, just doing all these crazy methods to get out of these. Well, just I remember season one. I was I was so stuck on like Why the girl? things he's doing are not interesting. They're scary as fuck. Well, yeah, I mean, like attacking some of these people, breaking into houses, and well, no, his his obsession with Beck is to me because remember there was well, it's problematic, is what it yeah. is. But yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Look at our podcast. Check out all the links below. EliasRushMedia.com. Photo, video, digital media. We have all the lovely podcasts in the podcast feed and the library. Check out Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all the social medias, Instagram, comments, questions, concerns, the Luck Adult Podcast at gmail.com. To support the podcast, paypal.me slash the Luckdog Podcast. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me, Kelly. Yes, sir. And take it easy. Peace. I won't let this situation go bad. Nothing is okay without you, love. Nothing makes you happy.